Today is Wednesday, November 1st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. You all know how much I love Thrive because their products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free with no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. And each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. The news today is wholly terrible, so take a deep breath. Yesterday, the Israeli military bombed the Jabalia refugee camp, killing dozens of Palestinians in what is one of the most densely populated areas in Gaza, as refugee camps do tend to be. The IDF took responsibility for the strike and said that they killed Hamas leader Ibrahim Biari and destroyed terror infrastructure that enabled them to launch attacks, which the group intentionally embeds in the civilian population. The Rafah border into Egypt is expected to open this morning to receive 81 critically injured Palestinian civilians who will receive treatment at Egyptian hospitals. Also, the U.S. State Department said yesterday that they have made progress towards securing safe passage for approximately 400 Americans and 600 of their immediate family members who are trapped in Gaza and that there's a chance that they will be able to exit when the Rafah crossing is open. But while the State Department is engaged in those negotiations, Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin both testified yesterday for the Senate Appropriations Committee to review the administration's request for supplemental security funding. Their testimonies were interrupted by protesters who were calling for an immediate ceasefire, while others sat silently in the Senate chamber with their hands raised and painted red some holding signs calling for an end to U.S. funding in Israel. The Capitol Police said that approximately 12 people were arrested for illegally protesting in the Senate. Well then. Meanwhile, in Congress's other chamber, the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is making his first big move, with a bitter twist. As you know, one of the big concerns around not having a Speaker was that Congress was prevented from voting to pass an aid package for Israel and Ukraine the former of which has bipartisan support, the latter, not so much. But new Speaker Johnson isn't going to just cleanly pass the thing that most lawmakers agree on, the aid package for Israel. Instead, the new bill includes $14.3 billion in emergency funding for Israel, but rescinds the same amount of IRS funding from the Inflation Reduction Act, which was allocated towards IRS enforcement for the purpose of increasing IRS revenue to collect what's owed from corporations and the wealthy. New Speaker Johnson is not fond of that, and his proposed version of the bill is slated for a vote later this week. Even if it passes the Republican-controlled House, the IRS provisions are essentially guaranteed to be rejected by the democratically-controlled Senate and White House. So that should be a fun debate to come. Because things are going so well, the FBI is now warning that the Israel-Hamas war has raised the potential for an attack against Americans to historic levels, and has escalated threats of hate crimes against Jews and Muslims. FBI Director Christopher Wray cited several foreign terrorist groups, including ISIS and Al-Qaeda, that have issued calls to attack Americans, and specifically Jews, in the wake of the October 7th Hamas attacks. On that note, the 71-year-old man in Illinois who stabbed the six-year-old Muslim boy Wadia Al-Fayyum to death and wounded his mother, pleaded guilty at an arraignment on Monday. Joseph Zuba was the family's landlord, and court records say that he targeted the family for their religion as a response to the Israel-Hamas war. And yesterday, a student at Cornell University was arrested and charged with posting threats to kill or injure 
after he posted anti-Semitic slurs and messages threatening to, quote, shoot up the kosher dining hall on campus with an assault rifle over the weekend. 21-year-old Patrick Dye was arrested following an interrogation after state police identified him as a person of interest. And finally for today, early voting in Ohio has begun and abortion rights are on the ballot. If issue one is passed, it will amend Ohio's state constitution to guarantee the right to make reproductive health care decisions, including whether to have an abortion. This would prevent the implementation of the state's six-week abortion ban, the one with no exceptions for rape or incest, which was passed last year but is currently blocked in court awaiting appeal. If you're from Ohio, there is some confusion that might be worth clearing up. Pro-choice voters were asked to vote no on issue one when they voted in August, but now pro-choice voters will want to vote yes on issue one. And Ohio will need every vote possible, because in late September, Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, Republican, ordered nearly 27,000 voters to be purged from the voter rolls, a move which he claims was compliant with federal law. You may have missed this, and that's because it wasn't announced at the time, as is normally done, though that would have allowed voting rights groups some time to let people know to check or fix their registration. Unfortunately, if you were one of those people, it is too late to re-register to vote on issue one, because the deadline was on October 10th, less than two weeks after the purge. If this is you, you should still re-register anyway, simply as a fuck you to Frank LaRose. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to my favorite beauty partner, Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive's products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free with no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. And each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. I will never stop spreading the gospel about their Liquid Lash Extensions Tubing Mascara. I now have it in two colors, black and brown. You can't go wrong with it. And with the holidays coming up soon, this is perfect not only for a chic wintry holiday look, but also as a gift or stocking stuffer to buy your friends or family. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com morning. That's Thrive Cosmetics spelled C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.